April um, 24th. And I just had um, just a short message in what I heard today from the Spirit. That when you're going through something, any situation, but especially if it's in light of an infirmity or affliction, a disease or anything that would threaten your life and put it on the terms of keeping your life. My son found out Friday that his genetic testing showed that he was very prone to this aggressive cancer. Therefore, it would be very hard to treat and there would only be certain drugs that they could use that he was predisposed for this cancer and that it was aggressive and that it was life-threatening and that he would be on some type of treatment indefinitely or until he didn't need it anymore. So read between the lines. This doctor was saying there's no hope except for possibly these things that they can do, but there's only a certain amount that they can do. So, in light of that, we know this doctor doesn't believe in Jesus. And so, it's kind of mind-boggling when you leave there thinking, wow. And it's hard not to go to the flesh and have dismay and troubled thoughts and being given that kind of message. Um, But we both have come in agreement with each other and with the Lord Jesus Christ and his word because he is the God of impossibilities to make them possible over anything else man science he can change anything so today in our resting that we both do (laughs) a message came And it was in a lesson that I was doing. And it was pointing out Psalms 22. And so I read it. And it was basically David's cry out to the Lord. And also, it's kind of also uh, resembling the Lord's cry out to the Father. Oh, Lord, why have you forsaken me? You know. And it's David's ploy to, um, why is the dust of my death 
before me and why have you left me and why you know everything and he's he's calling out to the Lord crying out to the Lord and I suddenly realized this is what my son is doing this weekend (laughs) he's doing it you know exactly that because his life is at stake he doesn't want to die and he doesn't want to have the dust of death before him but that's exactly what was laid out today or Friday and he's had to contend with it in his mind well we know that our mind often isn't as high as as the Lord's and we've got to keep our mind set in the mind of Christ it's much higher than ours and not dismay and not worry and not fret and not be troubled because the Lord is going to do this not any man or medicine or you know medicines are good doctors can be good but when you've got a doctor that's saying basically he doesn't hold out much hope But he's not of the Lord. And we know our hope is in the Lord. So it's quite a battle. But the Lord says we have to take it by force. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but in high places of spiritual warfare. And we know this is not of God. Cancer is not of God. It's a death-destroying property in our body that where the line, that where the cells do not line up with the Lord and has been overtaken and multiplying in the wrong order. So the Lord has to line up everything. You have to line up with the Lord. It's an alignment. It's an agreement. So it's a constant awareness to be there when you're battling. And we battle on our side in prayer, in reading the word, even if you have to read it out loud, uh, claiming it, declaring it, Um, anointing, praying, laying on hands um, loosing and binding and coming into agreement with each other when two or more are in agreement in any, any one thing that it shall be done for them so we have to stay in that that stance and not let the enemy try to come in and destroy our thinking and get us all worked up and worried and fearful and doubtful because even if you're facing the dust of death 
didn't believe it. The Lord is the Lord of all flesh. He can change anything. So it was quite a realization. Because on Friday we went to a major healing service in this area where there was 12,000 people gathered plus overflow overflow rooms in like-mindedness in praying and declaring and praising the Lord and you should have heard the sound that it made it was enormous and the power that was in that arena was it is it was just enormous and people everyone at one point praying in tongues if you have an arena of 12,000 people praying in tongues that's powerful and loud and it was to scatter the enemy shatter the enemy and its hold and its strongholds over this area over sickness and disease over afflictions over addictions everything and so why wouldn't after we would leave the enemy would try to steal it away immediately you know you're blessed and then boom the enemy comes in and tries to slight your mind so the battle does belong to the Lord but our participation in it is agreement and alignment in all aspects that's our battle And we are two or more gathered together asking in his name to receive it. So we have to remain there. And that's the way or the process that we must take in anything. So, get your family, get your partner, get your friends, get whoever you have to be in agreement. And to stand and to fight and take it by force. Read the word out loud. Claim the scriptures that are within your situation. And read them and cry out to the Lord and pray and also pray in the spirit and get others to pray get get many aspects in agreement but especially once close to you and bind and loose and lay hands and anoint and take communion these are all weapons that we have been given to fight. Go 
put on the armor. Pray the prayer of protection, Psalms 91. Ephesians 6 is the armor. Uh, Pray the Lord's Prayer because that is how he watches over you. Uh, There are so many things in his word that, that will help in any situation. But it's essential to stay out of conflict and don't let any any uh, distractions or things come in and, and disrupt it. And the, especially the world. The things that are happening in it or things that people say or aren't aligned with the Lord. I know this doctor is probably very good at what he does. And he's very learned and he he knows many things so I'm not questioning his scientific know-it-all kind of aspect he he just doesn't know the Lord (laughs) he doesn't know how we have faith God can use that. And uh, show them. So that's what we're in hopes for. That we would stand no matter what he professes. Because we're not going to profess it. We don't want to self-prophesy in the same light. You know, we don't want to profess those things. We want to come in agreement with the Lord. So we have to be very, very watchful in what we say and what we come into agreement with. So that's my message. And if it's helpful for anyone out there listening, I'm, I pray that it is. Uh, read Psalms 22 and uh, also Jeremiah let me get it here Jeremiah where did I write it Jeremiah 32 27 behold I am the Lord the God of all flesh is there anything hard for me that was the that was the post that was put out and um, there was more to it but that was the title and then uh, it went along right along with you know having to hear that uh, our trust and belief is in the Lord through knowing that he is the God of all flesh and he can change anything and that David poured out to the Lord in crying out that he knew the Lord was in the same so 
I just get through that today and pray that it helps and you find a peace a peace within whatever you're going through the birds sing in the morning and the birds sing at night so that's what we have to do it's a continual process and uh, to be able to see the light to be in the light to walk in the light it's not just something that you do an hour a day it's a constant awareness and putting forth the word into the atmosphere so the Lord can watch over it and perform it and do what it says comes through us as it pours out of us and he delights in hearing it so God bless Thank you.